everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. going to climb up on my soapbox here today, give a little bit of a speech here. You know, there are specific rules we live in in society, and you have to be able to depend on those rules. Everybody reacts to things a certain way. And when somebody breaks those rules, it's called breaking the social contract. Now, the social contract exists so that we all know how things are supposed to be. You know, when a homeless guy asks you for money, you trust that he is not going to use that money for food. You know he's going to use it to get booze or drugs. That's a gimme. When a girl that you just began dating wants to borrow money, you know that she's not serious about a relationship with you. She just wants the money. It's like a heightened form of prostitution, but it's uh, much cleaner and it's done in, in nicer circles. And you frequently never get that hand job in the front seat of your car. But it all has to do with understanding how things are and accepting how things are. And there's times where the two con conflict. Because there's times you understand how things are, but you don't accept how they are. And you try and change things. This is typically where people who are very giving and understanding and, and just all around nice people get fucked. Now, I seldom suffer from that affliction. I'm a bit of a rotten prick. I'm not proud of it. I'm not bragging about that. I'm just kind of giving you the lay of the land here so that you understand that my perspective is based on being a rotten prick. Now, do I give money to people that, that ask for money? In certain circumstances. There's a homeless guy that I have treated to bagels and coffee, goodness, a couple dozen times. For those that have been listening to the podcast for a while, or they, they read the original blog, Garrett the Homeless Guy, one of Manhattan Beach, California's premier homeless people. And he was amazing. The man could hold his own in an environmental discussion of corporate policy at the highest levels. However, couldn't hold his, his uh, drugs, had a frequent uh, habit of overdosing. Also, never liked to wash. Every now and then when he would overdose, they would bathe him, clean him, feed him, sometimes send him to his brother's house in North Dakota, he would escape and come back to Southern California because if you're going to be homeless, God damn it, this is where it's at. But he was awesome. I never gave him money simply because I knew what he was going to do with it. And I don't want to be a party to him overdosing. That's a bit of my guilty conscience I can't live with. But if I happen to get him to sit still and have like a, a bagel ham and cheese sandwich or a bagel with cream cheese on it and a large coffee, I at least know he's got something in his tummy. And that made me feel better. In a very shallow way, kind of a personal me, me, me type way, it made me feel better. But when it came to homeless people anywhere, understand, and this is not my cynical mind, this is going off of the experts. 99% of all money you give to anybody that asks for it on the street that's homeless is not going for food. They'll tell you it's going for food, but it's going to go for drugs. That's just the way it is. The You can go for a couple of weeks, honestly, without food. That's a fact. As sloppy Americans, we don't believe it because, well, we're a nation of obese people, and if you miss a meal... A lot of people are claiming, oh my God, that's not good for you. You could you could honestly cause yourself an injury. No, you can't. You can go a full day without food. You can go several days without food. And guess what? 
you're not gonna die. But I've seen there was a homeless guy in Manhattan Beach. I always called him Fitz Corraldo, simply because he had a thick Spanish accent. And his method of begging for change was he put a cup out and then he would sing classic old uh, Mexican love songs at the top of his lungs. Terrified people. He got very little change. But on the one day I gave him a dollar, he said, I'm very hungry. So I gave him a dollar. And he went into Starbucks and he got in line. And when he paid, I saw that somebody had given him a gift card. Well, that's the one thing he can't use for money or for drugs. And why didn't he use the dollar I gave him? Because that's going for drugs. Now, later on that afternoon, I saw that he was unconscious and being prodded by the paramedics before they took him in for the overdose. But that's, that's simply kind of like understanding. Like I said, there's understanding how the world works and accepting how the world works. And I think that's what leads us to today's episode, all that angst and shittiness and bad attitude and all that just wrapped into today's episode, Lord of the Goddamn Flies, on today's Caffeinated Humor. It's like the Lord of the Goddamn Flies. Anarchy, godless communism, oil wrestling, zombie holocaust, dogs and cats living together. Quote the movie, get extra points. Do I have your attention now? You're never quite ready for weird. I mean, I love weird, don't get me wrong, but I am rarely prepared for weird. I'm in Hollywood. Better than that, I am early for an appointment and I am hungry. Time to grab a bite to eat. There are many dicey crapshoot restaurants in Hollywood, but McDonald's is not one of them. I opted for the Golden Arches because at least with their food, I know why I have the shits. I don't have to guess that it's Ebola. I know that it's just crappy quality beef, cooked maybe a little undercooked. It all, it removes the guesswork basically. Now when you walk into a food establishment and the first overwhelming odor is urine, that's considered a bad sign in many cultures throughout the world. It was not just at the front door, it was all through the dining room and up at the counter. I was in the middle of my order, just giving it to the kid behind the counter, when the first symptom of a down happened. I had yet to make my drink order, I dislike value meals, when the cashier leaned across the counter and pointed at the drink kiosk. A homeless woman was refilling a battered cup. You! You can't refill that! You left the building! Ah, clear violation of the refill regs, I get it. The homeless woman happened to be on her last fucking nerve of that day and spun around and at the top of her homeless lady lungs screeched, fuck you, bitch. And the woman went off. George Carlin, the, the amazing comedian, had a famous bit about the seven dirty words. The seven dirty words you can't see on television and quite honestly, the seven dirty words you can't say in polite society. This woman managed to use all of them before she had chucked her torn up cup at the ground and stormed out. And then I got a smile from the cashier as if, hey, it's no big deal, and we finished my order. I took my brand new cup over to get a soda, all the while trying to decide if Diet Coke or Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper went better with fresh urine. I heard them call my number before I was done at the drink counter, so I went over a few minutes later. 
And then something really interesting happened. I told the guy that was my order. He asked for my receipt. I showed it and he looked over at the cashier and she nodded. Evidently having the number is just not enough. The cashier has to vouch for you. I might have stepped into an alternate universe living in the upside down. And I'll get back to that one. The jury is still out. I'm not sure. Might still be in Hollywood. Might not. I grab my meal, I scurry like a frightened rat into an unoccupied, dry plastic booth. I had to pass up one that was not dry. I barely sit down before a man appears right in front of my booth. And for the barest of seconds, the background smell of urine is overwhelmed by the solid stench of B.O. Got any change? Help me out, I need something. Mumbling is always a solid way to pitch anything but I happen to have a good ear for both accents and mumble. So I heard him pretty clearly. I'm not swayed. I shake my head. He walks away. And then an epic moment happened. The man that just hit me up for change is walking down the aisle. He's stopped by a woman who definitely looks homeless, and she looks worse than him. And she hits him up for change. It's a ballsy move. By anybody's standard, it's ballsy. But she did it. And the awesome part, I was close enough to hear about the exchange. Got any change, Bonk? She slurred his name. I'm not sure if it was Bonk. What do you want? Bonk seems wary. Smart move on his part. Just food. I haven't eaten. Someone gave me some ones. Get something. Bonk, it seems, is a better guy than I am. He digs in his pocket, hands her a couple of dollars. Very solid move. Bonk just went up in my estimation. Without saying a word, she takes it, moves into the main aisle, turns right at the front doors, instead of left to the cashier order. And she splits. When she took the right, Bonk began screaming, Lying fucking bitch! And he followed her out. They seem like a sweet couple. It'd be neat if they got together. Now spring is approaching, love is in the air. Romance has come to the Lord of the Flies. And after this, I'm going to get some coffee before my appointment. <laughs>